Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi guys, my name is Morel. I'm obviously a beautiful person. And I'm here at uh, Me, Heart and Everything to discuss everything disability and finding love. And I hope that you enjoy this episode and I'm sure it's for you and it will change everything about you as well. Thank you. Hi guys. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of me, her and everything else. I'm so excited to be here. Um, sorry, I know we've missed a couple of episodes, but we're back. So yeah, please be patient. You know, Nigeria is Nigerian right now. So everything is just jamma jamma. Anyways, welcome to another episode of Me, Her, and Everything Else. It's your girl, Stephanie Coca, Adirinoku. And today, well, this should be a Valentine's episode. So uh, today we're going to be talking to um, one of my avid, I would say, supporters. Yes, because she sent me a DM um, asking to come on the show to talk about love but how it pertains to people living with disabilities morale how are you doing it's finally nice to be here and the fact that i have to talk about this is much more interesting yeah and with you it's super amazing oh thank you i think i'm so happy to be here and um, this topic i mean it's quite emotional but also you have to be strong as well yeah because i've been through it in it out of it come back to it but and I feel like it's worse in this part of the world, maybe. Mm. But And I know that a lot of people out there need me to reach out to them. And I hope like this podcast will be a channel in which person listening to these can think better of it ourselves. Yeah. So basically. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on the Thanks. show. And um, okay, so let's just jump straight into it. So your disability is to do with your leg. And how, is it something you were born with? No, I think it started when I was three years old. That's about 27 years now. Wow, okay. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I think it was one night. Um, my body was really hot. And my dad came back from work. And usually I would run to meet him and say, mm. oh, welcome. But that day I was just on my bed. And he kept on asking, what's going on? What's going on? But, you know, my mom's a doctor. So she wasn't available at that time. She was at work. But he didn't know what to do. So when she came back at night, he told her 
And she's like, oh, let's just go to the hospital. And that was mm. it. I mean, doctors always, would always have something to say, polio. And I was unconscious for like months, six months what? or eight months. Uh, sorry? Yes. Like you were in a coma? Yes. So my parents were considering, you know, pulling the plug and all of that. But, you know, I came back and I came back with this. And since then, it's been back and forth, physiotherapy, back, but that's wow. the short story. Yeah. <laughs> but I went through a lot of pains, you know, even trying to be here. It could have been worse, but because my parents were quite knowledgeable, so it made it better like this but yeah it's been the struggle since then what was the diagnosis that the doctor gave polio polio yes wow and it's 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 well interesting now because polio has been eradicated right from nigeria from is it the whole of africa i'm not sure not the whole of africa but from nigeria yeah. and it just literally was is one vaccine just one vaccine and that's it and it change, changes your life yeah so i guess it's a vaccine that you didn't get when you were uh, not like I didn't, but I I think I didn't react well to it. Okay. That's, that's, that's the cause. Okay. I think so, yes. I did, but well, probably my reaction towards it. Wow. So how has this really impacted your life? You know, going from a three... I mean, you were young, so you didn't really get to experience... So I feel like my childhood was just rubbed off. Right. Because I couldn't do everything every other person could do. So if they're swinging... Because I said that when I get married, I must have that childhood memory. There's no way. There's mm. no way. You see me on the swing. There's no way. <laughs> your wedding day? <laughs> I don't Cute. know. But I, I really like want to know what anybody thinks, but I'll go back. Girl, you can do whatever you like. So I feel like, I mean, there were a lot of things kids of my age did, but, you know, I couldn't do it. And I think at some point you would put me in a place and you have to pick me up from there. So I couldn't really do much activities because, I mean, it was based on therapy and... I still had to go to school. So there are times from school I go to therapy and I start improving. Mm. And I start telling myself, I think this word I'm wonderfully and beautifully made. Yes, you I, are. I think that was what really, really yeah. helped me. So yes, um, it was been a struggle from second primary school. I was always different. If I go somewhere and I come back, they would know me. Yeah, you cannot, you leave your, you leave you your cannot forget my face. You would know me. And it bothered me. At a very young age, I would always cry. I think. From- oh, so they would. Sorry, I thought you meant like your your personality would leave like a mark. But you mean like them looking at you physically? Yes, they yes. Remember. And I mean, I wouldn't say a lot of people just look at you with pity every time. Mm. I mean, I, it bothered me while I was young, and people would just see you and say, "Oh, sorry," and you're like, "What exactly is wrong? Mm-hmm. Why are you telling me sorry?" Yeah. It became a lot more annoying when I entered university, and I'm like, "I'm probably better." I really I understand that I mean empathy people mm. would naturally see you and say sorry but it was a bit uncomfortable yeah for me because I look at myself I'm like am I really a sorry case so all of those things were just all up in my head but I think it made me get better at mm. how I handle things or deal with things because I mean back then from Sunday to Sunday I always cry I'd always tell my parents that why me why couldn't it be another person why that's I mean why do I have to go through this struggle? Why? Well, everybody's probably eating. I'm in the hospital every day, every day, Monday, Sunday to Sunday. I'm doing exercises, trying to get better. And even some people would not be your friend because mm, yeah. you are. Do you have siblings? Yes, I do. I do. So how is it? I think that siblings? I have the most amazing family. I think that that's what built me and shaped me to the 
confident way I handled things. Mm. I think that they never made me feel any type of way. I would say that one thing that made me really happy is my family. I have an amazing family and they're very supportive. And probably because my mom understands. So it was better that if I say, oh, my side is spinning me due to, you know, bending. She's yeah. able to know, oh, okay, I think if you rest this way, it will get better. I think if you use this, it will get better. So, and I know there are other people that are not that opportune like me. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot more easier for me, family, but outside criticisms. And oh. some people even attach it to the fact that can you get pregnant? I mean... Oh, that's going really like far. Like, people, this is when you were younger. Yeah. yeah people. But how... Sorry, I really, I really want to know how the older generation were towards you. So like your grandparents and then your extended family. Because, you know, in Nigeria, a lot of the time, um, people or even children that have disabilities or have things like autism... You don't really see them outside as much. Um, they kind of like want to keep them at home. So like, was were there any family members that would, you know, say, oh, you know, maybe we shouldn't invite her to this party? Or did you ever feel ostracized or like excluded? Mm. Family. I, I think my, par- my parents didn't really expose us to family, family. Okay. But I'm naturally, I think I grew up being on my own. Yes, I grew up being on my own and it's still, I mean, the same thing. I do you want to be, but do you want to be? Is that a choice you made because you that's just how you are? I think the environment made me make that choice. I mean, I hated the fact that I would be working and people would be looking at me and saying sorry. And I just didn't want to put myself in that situation. So I'd rather lock myself and just be there. And my parents would be like, let's go out, let's do this. I think it affected me in my relationship as well. It, like a relationship with yes <laughs> my very first girl, girl we, need to, we need to talk about that I'm really interested I think it affected me like I think my first relationship was in secondary school okay yes and well, though he never asked me about mm. my leg I mean he never asked you ever ever he never asked me what happened he just came and said, I like you. And we're really... And every time he would want us to go out, I would be hiding. Because I'd be like, what would they see? Your date is somebody that's really should support or something. Mm. And he's like, I don't mind. And I'm like, people are actually looking at us. People are, oh. people are actually looking at us. And um, he'll be like, I don't really care. But I cared about things like that. I, I think I had not built myself esteem so much not to really care about what people think. But I care about things like that. And from that first relationship that I had, I think it built my confidence and um, I started talking about disability and how you need to like choose yourself and know that this is just physical. I mean, there are other people that are going through different things as well, but yours is just more physical. Yeah. And that's really nice that, you know, you had your first experience with a guy was not like, you know, one that left you with low self-esteem or confidence. No, I've had that. Oh, did that come afterwards? (laughs) Yes. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Yes, The demon had to just come. Yes, 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 it did. Because, you know, know, on a normal day, like, even, like, you know, guys can just be a bit... Sorry, guys that are here. Guys can just be a bit, you know, somehow. Yeah, and I think Nigerian guys... Oh, gosh. (laughs) Are we going down this road of Nigerian... Okay, maybe I should say guys... No, it's okay. Maybe I should say guys generally. I've actually met people that, you know, would block me and tell me that I don't think I want to be your friend I mean you wear his shoe supports they don't hide it they'll tell you like, so so give me an instance so like you meet someone yeah and then and they pretend they call your number and like oh yeah she seems really good very pretty 
and you share your number and the next moment maybe you guys are chatting on WhatsApp and they're like I just wanted to be very polite but I really don't think you so know, why they collect your number? they're being polite maybe oh maybe because you guys were maybe talking and then they mm. thought it was the right thing to do you mm-hmm. know and not maybe to they're just being polite being friendly but they also did not want to tell me face to face that Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. So, but then I found myself in one relationship that I think that was, I think that that broke me. And for every time I say, let's hang out, it would usually say, let's go out at night. Just because he didn't really want people to see me with him. Probably wasn't proud of me. And I was like, I don't understand what's going on here. Mm. First, I'm a graduate. I have my master's. Mm. I'm very smart. I'm beautiful. So I really, I really couldn't figure it out. And he was like, eh, it's, it's not, it's not you. It's but me. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean by it's not you? It's me. And I think I was in that relationship for about eight months, but I really don't know what I was doing there. Yeah, that happens. Don't worry, that happens to the best of us. Like, yeah, you be sitting somewhere and then you wake up and say, like, what was I doing? For somebody to come and later tell you, it's not you, it's me. But really, it's you. But, but really, it's them. But really, I didn't even break up. <laughs> you do, you what? You didn't break up with him? I didn't break up. He ghosted me. Oh, God. I still didn't oh, even God. break up. And yeah. I think when he ghosted me, I think I cried for about three months. Oh, my God. Is it one of those cries that you did not bath as well? Or it's yeah. just you did not cry? You just cried? I'm uh, myself here. I think for no, I, I had my bath. Okay, that's good. But yeah, I, strong. <laughs> I had my bath, but I mean, I think that was when I now said, okay, um, I, I need I need to build this confidence. It's mm. not about it's about me. Yeah, and um, I look good. I and I went back. I love this. Yeah, <laughs> I love this confidence. You know, yes, you look good. And, and I went back to I am beautifully and wonderfully made. You can't catch the me on fresh. You cannot. Can never catch me on fresh. I'm always Yeah, you're the prize. <laughs> I'm always up to it. And I think that's one of the reasons why I decided to make a decision to speak about this. During my master's program, I thoughtfully chose a topic that had to do with emotionally unstable, physically challenged young adults. So I was taxed to go into a secondary school where there were a lot of people with disability. And it was an experimental project, which means that I had to read a book before and after I gave them a questionnaire before mm-hmm. and um it's terrible especially for the ladies a lot of them shared their story and how they've been rejected I think they they spoke to me more because I told them my story and no <laughs> it was a sad it was a sad it was a sad thing that I mean I don't, I don't think people look towards people with physical challenge I, I really I think we just have to build we just have to build our self-esteem ourselves so I don't know it's just it yeah no um it's it's uh yeah my friend actually uh gave birth to a child that had a disability and um I didn't even realize the child had a disability until she put it up online Mm -hmm. and um I spoke to her about it. Um, she doesn't live here. And she was just saying that, thank God, she's so happy she doesn't live in Nigeria because if, had she, if she had, you know, raised the boy in Nigeria, um, you know, he would have been stigmatized. You know, people would just be staring. They would be saying, calling him certain names. You know, Nigerians tend to create names for people with disabilities, you know? Like, they will just give you, like, a, a name, especially in Europe, but they will just give it, tag it a name and you'll think, is that the actual meaning of the 
what you know the issue that the person has no it's just a name that they've come up with they've conjured up and it's actually quite insulting um anyways now the child actually passed away um a couple days ago and it's just really sad because the fact that she felt like she was already thinking of the future as well like oh how would this child be received in school and um it just goes, it's just really sad because we all have a lot of work to do because parents shouldn't have to worry about how their child is going to be received or how the world is going to receive their child that is living with a disability. There's so much we need to teach the people, the young children coming up as well about people living with disabilities. There's nothing, you know, wrong. You don't need to apologize to them because really, if you apologize to somebody, is They'll now start thinking, what's wrong? Imagine just going up to somebody and saying, oh, sorry. <laughs> like, sorry, I don't understand. It's my head. Like, sorry, what? That's that what? Did you yeah, they, me? I, they say they hold a lot to me. I receive it a whole lot. And I'm sure I will receive it tomorrow as well. It's just not. When like, was the last time somebody says sorry? Maybe yesterday. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I'm not joking. If, you, if just... you find yourself on the road, people will just naturally say, say sorry. Hey, exactly. And you're like, what exactly is wrong with me? I don't know. Are you pitying me? And that's one thing I ask. I mean, and for everybody around me, my friends, and yes, I'm in a relationship. I mean, oh, <laughs> so I mean, the first thing I would ask is please don't pity me. Like, if you want to be mm. around me, do not pity me because I don't see reasons why you would pity me. And aside the relationship part, even the work part, I mean, there are times I've gone for interviews. I was telling my friend, and they will make it all about your leg. And be like, can you do this? Are you sure you can do this? And I'm like, okay, back then in university, I didn't think any lecturer sat me down to say, okay, because you have a disability, don't write this exam or don't write this test. I mean, the same exam, the same test these people did was the same thing I did. And all you need is my brain, not really my leg. As long as I'm not doing construction work, which I know I wouldn't go. What do you do? I'm a digital marketer. I'm actually the marketing manager of my company. Okay, what's the name of your company? Cocoon. It's a tech firm. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so it's a tech firm. So I'm like, it's it's my brain that you actually need, not not my leg. So what my brain can do, I mean, you need me in your company. But a lot of people will just sit you down and say, so how can you, how do you do this? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you? i like, I can't do all of these things. I think I have so much energy. Yeah. And all you need to do is just, you know, look beyond the leg. Yeah, and, definitely. You know. And I think it's, yeah, the education, like the awareness as well. Um, I think it's very important. And I think, you know, by talking about it, people can understand and say, okay, you know what? People with disabilities don't actually like people apologizing to them. No, so I don't. Let's stop that for one. I don't. I don't think you should go about telling people sorry. I don't think so. Except the person is bleeding. Like, I don't think so. I think it's very wrong. I know that, I mean, a lot of old people say it's because the pity is... Like, why exactly are you pity? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see people and just say sorry. I, I think that we should actually eradicate that part of just meeting somebody on wheelchair and the first thing you say is sorry. Mm. We, we should. Yeah, especially if you haven't even gone into a conversation and, you know, maybe they've told you their story or their journey and then you're like, oh, wow, I'm so sorry. But like just off the bat, I couldn't imagine somebody just walking up and just it's very, I don't know if the word is invasive or in truth is just, it's a bit much. Like just walking up to somebody. Because if you saw somebody, I don't know, Something very trivial. Like, if you saw someone with their hair scattered, would you just get, oh, sorry about your hair being scattered? Like, it's just actually weird. That's And I think that's how we should look at it. Like, 
the person, as you said, is not bleeding, is not in pain at that current moment. So I don't think there's... I think we just use the word sorry. But I think at some point, I don't think I'd ever get used to it, to sorry. I don't think, I mean, all of it, just just let it go. Yeah. Just let it go. But I mean, the next moment you're saying sorry, I'm looking at myself, okay. It's, and it's also a reminder. It's a constant reminder. It is. Which you don't really need. It because is. Because you're very I, much aware. I, I was telling my friend a few, few minutes ago that I actually don't like looking at the mirror because I actually don't like the way I walk sometimes. I just feel it's weird. So sometimes, I, that's why I hate pictures. I hate videos. I'm not a fan of I can't just wake up in the morning and say I want to take pictures. This is why I want to make videos. I think that sometimes I'm like, why am I working like this? What if I work like this? When was the first time you noticed that you walked differently from others? Well, when I say having feelings for men. <laughs> I'd say so. Man, <laughs> no, when I say, when I say, you know, when I started noticing mm-hmm. that, I was a young woman. And I mean, I would be attracted to men. So I started, you know, realizing different things. And I said, What kind of things? <laughs> No, tell me, tell me, tell me the safe space. No, I still realizing different things. Like, I, I don't think I really did care about myself back then. I just used to wake up, look anyhow. Mm-hmm. But now I take conscious efforts for the way I look. I feel like when you look good and you have an amazing personality, people forget about your leg and see what you can offer or what you can deliver. Yeah. And it's, it's, you do not carry your disability on your head. It doesn't actually stop you from achieving anything you want to achieve. If, you, if you're there and you just feel like, oh, I'm disabled. I don't think I can do this. It would affect you. Right. But you also need to get up from wherever you are and know that you can achieve these things. I mean, don't carry it on your head. Yes, it's there. Mm. But the more you give it attention, the more it limits you from, you know, going there to get whatever yeah, you want in life. Right. I think a lot of my friends don't remember I have a disability. Yeah, I've even kind of forgotten. I feel like I just want to ask you about your boyfriend. <laughs> I'm just like, girl, so tell us. Okay. Mm. <laughs> What's his name? Where is he from? What does he do? <laughs> I'm joking. Okay, so I'd say that, I mean, at some point, it got better with relationships because, I mean, I'm bringing a lot to the table. Yeah, oh, I am you're too. bringing the whole table. Girl, <laughs> so, you are the table. I didn't really bother about relationship at some point because I was okay myself I mean I was doing well work wise I was making the money moves I was looking good so I didn't really bother I think at some point I want to be a single mom you were thinking you were considering yeah I was like I want to be a single mom like I mean if man come if man doesn't come I'll work hard and make money sorry has any guy ever like asked you any question about that though or like wondered like oh because you said something about people asking you like oh if you could have a baby or of course have, has a guy ever asked you like any question pertaining to like sexual oh some people the, even think you can't really have sex well because you have a condition be up or you be down can I yeah you can't go <laughs> they have this do you think it would be interesting would it be crazy would it be you know I don't think just, 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 just don't let us do it don't let us do it so yeah oh so wait so guys have actually been like oh let's just not go of there of course so what are you like okay we shouldn't is, I, is that what you say to them okay I think you made the best decision <laughs> And then what do they say? <laughs> Are you serious? Fun. Yeah, moral. Yeah. Wanna, yeah. With actually. a straight face. You're actually very right. Do you say it with a straight face? Yes. Because it's like... You're very right, honestly. <laughs> I don't think we should, we should. We should never. Don't let's attempt it. 
I wouldn't beg. Would I beg? No, no. never. Beg for what? I wouldn't know. It's you've made a good decision. I would think that way too. And we move on. And I that's the end of the relationship. I move on to the next person. Next, yeah, <laughs> moving on. I move on to the next person. I won't, I won't sock over mm. it. Yeah, I, because honestly, I think people actually have that preconception or that conception or, you know, that, oh, okay, they probably can't, you know, do some fun things in the bedroom and stuff. I mean, even people that have, you know, this disability challenge, you know, sometimes can be very boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think it's based on that. Um, but it's, it's interesting to know that guys have actually asked you that. Of course. missed this. And I'll ignorance. keep dismissing, actually. Yeah. But maybe now I'm not open to dismissing because... No, because no, you got a man. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it like being in a relationship and, you know, going out? Because this guy is not telling you to go out at night. I'm even the one saying, him. I don't want to go out. He said, let's go out. So it's, it's quite... How did you guys meet? How did we get... How did we meet? I think it was a day after my birthday. And I think I was going through a feast that's okay. Now that's... I'm 30. I want to do friends with benefits, one night stand. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, let me be quiet. Friends benefit, one night stand. Let's see what it means if somebody with a physical challenge does all of that. It's really weird. It's really weird, but let's let's see. Let's test the waters, you know. Mm. And you know, this one just came and just said, no, that friends benefit will not work. <laughs> No, whatever your plan is. I made him a day after my birthday, after making that decision that, ah, this time around, I got to be a bad bitch. I would have to be But did you say that to yourself out of, was it like a defense mechanism? Because maybe you had gone through a bit of hurt and you're just like, you know what? I'm not doing this thing anymore. Let me just YOLO for a while. Or was it just you really wanted to just be a baddie? No, I actually just want to be a buddy. Okay. I actually just want to be a buddy because I think I'm just tired. I'm just tired of everybody pitying you. I'm just tired and I wanted to, you know, take take it off my, you know, shield. Like, I just wanted to take it off. So I wanted to do things. And I've actually been looking towards gymming as well, but I feel like there's nothing I can do. I've gone to the gym. I mean, there's nothing I can actually attempt to do. So I really would like to gym. If Have you asked an instructor? Like a yes, but I mean, it's quite hard. It's quite hard, but I really, those are the things that I actually penned down that I wanted to do. Have sex on a random night with a random person. You know, have sex on a random night with a random Go person. to the gym. Go to the gym. That's not on my own bucket list, chat. Okay. Go to the gym. And so many other things that... Well, no, please don't stop there. I want to know. I'm interested. You're interested? Yeah. I'm a bit nosy. <laughs> What's the last one? Give me one more. Um, skydiving. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. And I think there was a point in my life I went on hiking and my boss literally called me to say, how dare you go? Because, I mean, my old colleagues went with me and I was like the last boss. I said, never. I will go up there. Yeah. I would climb it. It's not because of my leg I won't climb it. But when I came down, I think I didn't go to work for like three days. <laughs> <laughs> and every other person went to work, but I didn't go. But I mean, I think my leg was now, I had to go to the hospital. Oh, okay. But I was happy that I did. I said, but I yeah. tried. Even if I die trying. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> I love that. I, I tried. Yeah. So yeah, I did. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's you're not allowing your um condition control you. It took me. It, I wouldn't lie. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. It took me building myself a lot. It wasn't easy. The self esteem, the low self esteem was there, and it took me actually building myself to realize that. I mean, this won't define you, moral. 
even define you. You have a lot of potentials out there. And I know that there are people out there that they're still, you know, trying to struggle to come out of yeah. this. And I think people do so many annoying things. When you talk about your disability, they feel like you're talking about it too much. But this is a part of me. I right. have to talk about it. If I want to talk about it hundred times a day, it's either you listen or you don't listen. I think that a lot of people, because I, I, I used to talk about it on my Instagram page and I used to have people slide into my DM, but I got a lot busy because of my job, so I stopped. Mm. But a lot of people used to slide into my DM and I used to have a lot of stories that, oh, my this, my that. And, you know, they want to talk about it, but mm. they feel like it's not a safe space to talk about it. People just feel like probably you're seeking pity, that people should pity mm. you. and. In, Have you had friends like that as well that maybe feel like, oh, you're looking for attention? I, I, I really don't always talk about it. I mean, because they don't even remember. I don't even make them remember that I have a disability. A lot of them just forget. And the moment I talk about like, oh yeah, Moriel, she has a disability. Oh yeah, it's true. She was a short support. Oh yeah. But you went short to club that day. I mean, it doesn't even look, <laughs> it doesn't look like, I mean, <laughs> and I go to clubs and people are like, ah, I've gone to a club before and somebody walked up to me like you came like so different from everybody I'm like yeah but I'm here that's weird yes because they wouldn't expect that's what invasive I find that you know I don't get angry anymore yeah like how do you walk up somebody and say you're so it's weird for you to see someone on a wheelchair in club you know and I'm always dancing I'm always there dancing. Like, there's no way you would you would find anybody. You would find me. Have you when you go to the clubs? though, how accessible are these clubs though, and everywhere else in Lagos? Because I don't usually see like I don't know like I don't see a lot of just uh disabled friendly spaces. Oh yeah, yeah. I think for every restaurant I go to in Lagos, if I find it difficult, I complain. Good. I, I would not go there without, you know, letting them know that, oh, this was really hard. If I'd come alone, because so that's why most places you can't really find me going alone. Mm. I always have to go with one person just because maybe if I want to climb a stairs that's really high, mm. I wouldn't want to, you know, start disgracing myself. Okay. <laughs> so I'll just always have to go with one person because I always know that there must be hurdles there. You can't mm. just enter a restaurant without having to climb a long stairs and all of that. And there's no always easy access for, you know, you to go. So I always have one person follow me um, places. And th- th- would you say like that's one of the challenges living in Lagos? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd, say, I'd say that. For me, I don't know. For yeah. me, yes. And some maybe bosses. I don't take boss. I mean, because of how difficult it would be for me. Yeah. Climbing is, I think I tried at some point. And you know, people now, when they want to help you, some people even touch your breast. Some people touch. So, Sorry, what? Yeah. Yeah. How did you helping you maybe with your hand it go mm. all the way up? They, it goes this, up. This region. It goes up. Just help me up. It goes up. It goes up. So to avoid all of that, I would just, you know, stick to the safe cabs. side of yeah. cabs and all of that. But I know that people that may not be able to, you know, stick to that or I mean Yeah, affordability as well. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh wow. <sighs> yeah, I mean it's it's, it's, it's enlightening. I hope we're enlightening people because I think sometimes it just becomes a, we see people, but we don't really see them. Yeah. So it's like, oh, hi, hi. And then it's like, okay. But we don't really think about, oh, how, like how easy was it for you to get up the stairs? Or, oh, you know, you know, if kids are running and they have friends behind them, they don't usually look by, oh, are you okay? So I feel like maybe in society, we all um, contribute to the lack. Yeah. And I, and I think that people should be, 
nice. Yeah. To, I mean, we go through it every morning. I mean, there are people that wake up with pains, but I mean, you still have to. When I feel, I, kept, I think I met somebody, she had a relationship and the guy really liked that, but the family, family is another thing. Mm. When you pass the order of finding love, now you have to meet your spouse's family. And right. it's, it's, it's another stage. And I think that a lot of them are not just so aware. Before you conclude about somebody with a disability, but at ask, a lot of them just have it in their, I don't think she can give birth to, ah. This one that is working like this, that she uses this. Are you sure? Are you sure she can carry? I've already, I think I was telling my friend that when I want to get married, I already know that I would have my own business because I may be on best breast for a few months. Mm-hmm. I think I'm already preparing myself. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, even like all these things are not relative. I mean, it can happen to anybody outside of having any type of challenge um, physically. Women that don't have any challenges could be on bed rest for so many different reasons, you know? Women that don't have a disability have fertility issues. So all these things about, you know, having a disability and saying or linking it to, you know, your fertility. It's not, honestly, it's, 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 I've been there and I know, and sometimes it's weird to me that people think this way, but you cannot just change it. It's what they think. And all you need to do is to just sensitize them that it's not this yeah. way. It's, it's this way. And if they still decide to go that way, well, there's actually nothing. Have you met your boyfriend's parents? Yeah, not yet. I've met his family, his brothers. Oh, but how yeah. is it meeting them? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if I tell you this story, <laughs> the day he called me, no, I think we're, we're hanging out together and he was like, oh, you're going to meet my siblings tomorrow. Like tomorrow, <laughs> like 24 hours. I'm like, I don't guess this. Are you joking? I was like, yes. I said, okay, no problem. Me, I've prepared myself. The morning, I said, ah, that's I'm coming, that I have to go home. That my period came. I know. Do you know I ran home? I I carried my legs. I ran home because I predicted that they would probably say, ah, this is depressing. Mm. You want to be with? I came home. He kept on calling. Ah, ah, it's 10. Where are you? Because I slept over. Okay. It's 10 a.m. Where are you? 11, 12. And I'm cold. My, my, my best friend was in my house that time. She, and I told her that I'm supposed to miss his family, his brothers to deal with. I don't think I can because I'm not even mentally okay to do. I have a lot of work on my neck. I don't even want to have to cry or have to like lose this one that I have. I don't want any family issue. Like I just want a peaceful life. I mean, let me just, if it's a dream that this person treats me, let's just be dreaming. We don't have to meet each other's family, yeah? Let's just be dreaming. And she's like, no, go. I said, go. We, I die in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. But when he called me, you know, he was so angry that I need you to meet my family. This, da, 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 da. I said, I think it's time for me to go. Let me go and face the demon. And don't be surprised. So I abuse all of them there and come back. <laughs> not my business. So I dressed up, looking hot, did makeup, went there. When I got in, I was like, he's very angry. Is this? I said, sure, you will sit down and let us miss these people. <laughs> <laughs> so when we started, I was like, what kind of, what kind of, what, what are you doing? I said, do you want me to go? I'm here. The queen is here. He said, are you already? Oh, we The queen. He now said, okay, they are coming. So when he came, you know, one of his brothers, two of his brothers are doctors. So oh, I think okay. it's, it's quite easy because they actually, you know, understood. Yeah. So when they came in, 
they saw me. I mean, I mean, the first one, like, oh, is this your sports? And I'm like, yeah. But it was smooth. It was so smooth. And we've had a couple of dates together, me, him, and them. And it's been simply amazing. I think like three or four months into our relationship, he actually asked to see my parents. And he went ahead, he has seen them. And I mean, we've been good since then. <laughs> we've been good since then. And, you know, when I told him I was coming here and discussing, you know, love, he said, so people, I know you told me, but it's serious. People say wow. no to people with disability. I, sorry, <laughs> I love him already. Please, I'm like in love with him. <laughs> like his his um mentality so different. Yeah, and the fact that you know he he then that's the thing he doesn't see anything but you. Yes, I think I was telling my friend that. And he's guess, fully Nigerian, right? Yes, there's some things that's that he checking. does. Like he wears my clothes for me if I'm on He wears my shoe support for me in the morning. Like so, like I'm like even sometimes like. Are you serious? I've not seen this kind of love. Maybe I'm just expert, but I'm enjoying it. Because um, you know when you blew out your your candle on your cake, like, did you wish for... This is what you wished for. No, I don't think so. Sure. <laughs> tell me. It just happened, actually. It just happened. It just happened. And, I, and I'm still like... I still wake up in the morning. I'm like... Are you serious? I think even my producer is jealous because the way she's just like, she's like, oh, I enjoy it. Oh, does okay. he have a brother? Oh, he does. He has. A, he, does he have a single brother we can give her? Because <laughs> <laughs> so I just feel like, I mean, this is one person. I'm sure there are many of him out there, mm. and um, you should not say that because you have a disability you can't find love yeah there are some yeah. really really stupid people out there very I've stupid I've met a lot of stupid people but I've also met one person that is nice and I feel like he, anybody can as well mm. yeah even people that are beautiful men leave them ah, so <laughs> men leave them so I feel like it is not just I think they cheated on my sister Beyonce <laughs> was I, mean, I don't know Nobody is above breakfast. Yeah, so. so I feel like you, you, if you have a physical condition, you're on a wheelchair, get out there. I mean, build up your self-esteem, your personality. Mm. I wonder, some, um, like, if this runs through people's heads, I'm sure it does. Um, does this go through your head, though? Um, do you ever feel like, oh, one day they'll throw it back in your face? Like, and say, oh, like, maybe, oh, you know me, that I've been helping you. Like, I've been managing... Has anyone ever made you, has anyone ever said anything like that to you? And does that thought cross your mind? Because I've had that happen to a friend that has um, uh, actual an illness. And she got married to the person and then, you know, now they've thrown it back in her face. Like, oh, has that ever crossed your mind? I don't give people that much power in my life. Damn. Gosh. This energy will... So I don't really you need to sell this energy like bottle it and just be selling it online. Yeah, so I, I don't think that anybody will have that. No, I don't give people that much power in my life. So I'm one woman poor. I built myself that way to be very independent. I'll do things myself. I mean, the only reason why I wouldn't do it is because I've tried. I won't do it. Mm. But nobody has that so much power. Mm. Even in my relationship, there are things that I wouldn't accept. I'll do it myself. Oh, I'm not. I'm not a vegetable, so yeah, yeah. I, I can do that. And I think it started, my parents live in IB. And how did I get myself to Lagos? I woke up one day, I took a bus. I said, I'm coming to look for a job in Lagos. Like by yourself? Yes. My dad was like, I don't think, 
See, I've done things that my parents think is almost impossible. I think if if we have a sit down with my parents, they will say a whole lot. Even during service, I was posted to Kirby State. My parents were worried. No, you can't. I said, I'm going. I said, I don't know what you people would do, but I would go. If something happens, it has happened, but I would go. You know, I went straight. Hard. I went straight to Kirby. And I was the only person with, you know, stability. I still, I, st- I think I was the team lead for this radio thing that they do. Yeah, I was like the team lead for it. And, you know, everybody would come, are you sure? I will match. In primary school, they said I couldn't match. I, I was the last person on the, on the field. But I matched. And everybody kept on clapping because I don't want people to, I don't want a situation where they say, because of your disability, yeah. you cannot do this. Yeah. No, I do not want to be... In that position. So I'll try extra hard. It's only if I can't try, but I will. So no, when I said I want to get a job in Lagos, because I had a job in IB and I woke up and I said, I need a change. I think this is too comfortable. Yeah, you need to come to the streets. Yeah, this is too this is is too comfortable. Like, oh my dad, they'll drop me at work and come back home. Yeah, you know, if you can make it in Lagos, you know you can make it anywhere. I, I didn't so. used to take bikes because, I mean, of course. But there was a day they couldn't come to pick me early. And I just entered a bike and I came home. And when I got home, my mom was like, oh, who brought you? Yeah. I said, mommy, I took bike, oh. Oh, gosh. She said, and you know, as I was taking the bike, even the bike guy was like, no, you cannot take this thing. I said, guy, please enter this thing. I must climb. Uh, people that I climb, because I used to admire people climbing. They'll climb with their two legs. They look so beautiful. It's just one. They look so cute. No. <laughs> so, I'm like, this Your bucket thing- list. I need to see the rest of your bucket list, because it must be very, very No, it's weird. This thing, I must climb it. And, uh, you know, I climbed it. That was on Friday. Then Saturday, I just told my mommy, I'm coming. After climbing that bike, I enjoyed it. Oh, the breeze, everything. Yeah, the breeze is nice, though. I can't lie. And I said, oh, mommy, I'm coming. Yeah, I had to get on a bike when I was late for work. I'm coming. Saturday, I did not go anywhere. I just entered bike. I said, express, please. Because it took me to the express and brought me back home. Oh, that was no, the only no. thing you I did. No, you're that was the only thing I did that day because I was trying to prove a point. But I don't know who I was no, proving yeah, it to. Yeah, I don't to. know. Because, yeah, like, I, I don't know who I was proving express. it to. Yeah. That was what I did. I don't know who I was proving it to, but I think it was just me trying to get off the stigma of yeah. you can't do this because you have this. And when I said I was coming to Lagos, I mean, my parents were like, oh, how will you take this bus alone? How will you do this? How old were you? I was probably like, I was maybe 21. Okay. I was like, no. But then I, I didn't, I couldn't, I had not started living that kind of life. It was more of, because of the kind of family I'm from, like I was shielded from a lot of things. There are things that I didn't go through because mm-hmm. I mean, they were, it just felt like I couldn't do it. Yeah. They just felt like I couldn't do it. But you know, because of I could do it, that's why I'm here right now. Yeah. If I was still saying I couldn't do it, I'd probably be in my parents' place and, yeah. you know, this to say, you know, let's just take care of it. Let's just do So, yeah. I mean, I can and I did. So I know that you can and you can do it. It's yes. just for you to like, you know, get yourself to that space and, Take milestones, take difficult, yeah. you know. It was difficult. It was it was difficult. There were times that I'd cry alone, but I won't tell my parents. I won't. I came to Lagos, I struggled on my own. I took public transport from Aja to Lekki every day. I would come back with pains, but I knew that I was doing it for a cause. But now I'd say that like I'm in a good place. And all those struggles, they were worth it. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. Wow. This was so insightful and inspiring. Do you have like any messages to anyone living with any challenge or physical challenge? Or... I think that <laughs> um, everybody's situation is different. Mine is different. But I'd say that building a great personality yeah. would open doors for you. And do not... Do not depend on your disability. Do not suck. Do not stay home and you're like, I can't do these certain things because I have this. Try it. Go out there. Get it. I mean, people are getting it. So you can do it as well. Don't let anybody let you feel a certain type of way. You're worth it. Even with guys, you're worth it. You're beautiful and wonderfully made. So, yeah. Yes. Thank you, Morel. Thank you so much for coming on. Woo. Okay. So, guys, um, you want to follow Morel? What's your Instagram? At Morel underscore sweet. Okay. Nice. So, once again, thank you so much. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And, yeah, happy Valentine's. Um, Morel's going to be, well, shit, she's booed up. So, I hope you have a boo. If you don't have a boo, well, sorry for you. I'm so it's sorry. It's okay, hug. You can, if you have cash at least you have cash you can hug some money guys I'll see you next week on another episode of me her and everything else bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.